Welcome to Zed All. My name is Kevin. And my name's Nate. And uh, to give you guys just a little idea of what it is we do here at the Is That All podcast is we take movie descriptions from various streaming services, good or bad, popular or unpopular, and uh, then Kevin and I take those descriptions without any knowledge of what the title is, and we, we see if we can write our own story for that. And uh, then we come back, and we uh, we determine who wore it better. We, we decide who told the better, unique story, and then once we find out what the titles of the movies are, we learn whether or not we created a horrible monster in comparison, or something beautiful Yes, that, that transcends the, its predecessor. We figure out whether we are Dr. Frankenstein or God himself, <laughs> or itself, because who knows. Um, yeah, that is, yeah, that is it. You've got it. Whew. It's the most work I've done on an intro in a while. <laughs> All right. Um, without further ado, uh, we're this is uh, we're gonna read our description for this week, and uh, let, let's find out what that is. All right. When a small-time scammer meets an elite con artist, they join forces and employ outlandish tactics to swindle a billionaire's fortune. Okay. I think I know where I want to go with this already. Yeah. Like, I think I might know what this is. I mean, maybe. I, I, there's more fun to be had with it. Yes, yes, I agree. Yeah, there's, there's definitely a better... If, if I'm right, there's definitely a better movie than what we got. I mean, <laughs> yes. In, if, I, if it is what I think it is, 100%. You are correct. Um, yeah, I'm down. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. It should be good. I mean, I'm, I'm curious to see where we take... Our, our swindle movies. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Mostly because we're devious in such opposite ways. Yes. <laughs> It'll be good. It'll be good. So the way the way that I pictured this is uh, our elite con artist is in the middle of like a large long con. Um, uh, it's a woman. Sorry, I should mention. Um, and she is in the process of trying to swindle uh, this this rich tycoon who likes to gamble and stuff like this. And she she winds up in this high stakes, seedy back and poker scene. She doesn't want to be there because she's you know a high end con artist. But this is what the mark wanted to do for his night of fun was some illegal gambling because rich people. Yeah. Well, right? mm-hmm. uh, in here we have a small time gambler. Um, uh, who is a, a bit of a small a con artist himself, and he has managed to to get his way into this high stakes game. Um, but he is a little bit, you know, shit showy. He he doesn't necessarily he he's winning in the course of all this at one point, uh, and then um, uh, in the process of trying to cheat, he gets caught, and he managed to shuffle the blame off onto the rich tycoon. Uh, the, the rich tycoon gets, like, taken off into the back room, and they start hearing him getting beaten, and the, the elite con artist manages to start just slinking into the shadows to, like, go away. As the the small time is, uh... I, I didn't bother to give them names. I don't know why. <laughs> I didn't give these ones names yeah. either. As he's trying to sneak out, he trips up the elite con artist. They both, uh, wind up barely, barely escaping, and, uh... Um, she winds up in, in prison for a couple of years, as does he, in the process of getting away from the gangsters. Um, 
we flash forward a few more years and they're both out of prison and they're they're back working again and um uh, what was wrong? uh they both wind up targeting the, the same mark at this point um and once they realize that it is each other uh at first a, a sort of war ensues that they can't i went very comedic on this i don't know why um and they, they start both vying for his attention until it, it comes to sort of a ridiculous point where they almost get caught in the, the lie together. Mm. So at that point, they decide to just work together to get his money. Um, the entire time, they're the son and daughter of this new Mark, the, the billionaire, uh, they both uh, suspect very heavily. Um while the mother keeps, uh, they're the ex-wife keeps trying to just sleep with the, the small time gambler. Um, as does the son keep making sexual advances, even though he knows he's just trying to get the money. <laughs> uh, the small time gambler, uh, the, the ruse that he has come up with is that he is a sort of like a spiritual guru type. Um, and, uh, where else did I go with that? Oh, yeah, and she was just pulling the, the romance con again. Um, in the end, the uh, the FBI is also trying to get at the billionaire as well, because not all of his funds are completely legitimate. Right. I mean, we don't have to feel bad about this billionaire. He's not exactly the, the nicest guy. Yeah, and to find out that uh, it's something to do with embezzlement. I don't know. It started to get off the rails a little bit at the end, but <laughs> it happens, man. Trust me. You'll hear it in a minute. Yeah, uh, I don't know how exactly they go about it, but they managed to convince him to liquidate all of his assets um, from his accounts and everything, so that the FBI can't find them. Um, the guru says that it will be safe in like a, a specific location, uh, protected by you know, fucking the chakras or whatever, whatever ridiculous thing he's saying spiritual babble right um so they managed to get him to liquidate it and then the fbi agent who's been investigating the entire time uh at one point turns around to like once he gets his hand on the money is just like awesome bye <laughs> we get uh like a final chase scene of them both like sort of a wacky racers trying to get at the money we're hot potato and it keeps going between everybody uh, in the end, money goes, like, bag opens, money flies everywhere, peasants rejoice. <laughs> um, the FBI guy in the last standoff before he can shoot uh, the guy, uh, she jumps in front to take the bullet. Or yeah, actually, she trips in front to take the bullet, and he's just like, you, you did that for me. He's just like, I was trying to get out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's good. Uh, at that point, proper FBI agents show up capture him, uh, and then they managed to swindle the doofus FBI agent into being like, yeah, we were working the angle the whole time. We knew that they were up to this. We were trying to help you guys catch them. We knew you'd never believe us. We're scam artists. Yeah. We were, we were rehabilitated in jail. It's like, you guys are American heroes. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Uh, and then uh, they wind up uh, together... Uh, running a security business. A legit wink yeah. wink security <laughs> yeah, business. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. Um, yeah, it... Uh, 
it's it reminds me a I believe it's very similar to what the actual movie is but I tried to take it in some different directions um it it does remind me of something I can't put my finger on what I think it reminds me of so it's useless to bring it up but it reminds me of something um but it is good it is good um I imagine kind of uh, like a a rat race style comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And I kind of wanted little things like that in there for the billionaire too. Like at one point he's just like betting on like two guys in their underwear standing like on one leg with a watermelon on their head or something. Yeah, just the dumbest shit imaginable because he's just got tons of money. Yeah. No, no, that's good. That's good. Um... Prepare to be disappointed. <laughs> okay, so I also went the comedy. Uh, I think it's mainly because when I when I hear the word outlandish, yeah, I don't. I never think of that as like not stupid. Yeah, like, I, I don't funny. consider like Ocean's Eleven's or Ocean. Let's be get farther them? down them. Yeah, or like um, um, the Italian Job. Like those aren't outlandish. They're over the top. Yeah, but they're, they're not, not outlandish. outlandish. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, so, my, this is way more basic, and this is also going to be way more basic than our, our first episode. If you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to it. But, um, this is kind of like, the billionaire is my 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 lovable doof, my big dummy. He just, like, just has all this money, and he doesn't really know what he's doing with it. Jesus Christ, I'm punching everything. Um, he doesn't really know what he's doing with it, but he, he's... He's trying his best. So he's he's the opposite of yours, where he's not doing stupid shit with his money. He's trying to do good with the money that he's inherited, or however he gets the money. I, I, I couldn't... Inherited seemed the most likely, because if he's that dumb, he probably didn't come up with something. Mm-hmm. Um, or he did, and it's like the dumbest, like, as-seen-on-TV product yeah. imaginable. But everyone loves it. Like the hot dog swizzler or whatever, the thing that, like, cuts a hot dog in half for you. A.K.A. a knife. <laughs> um, so he is... He comes to, like, a, a small-ish town. Like, not a not a super small town, but maybe something, like... Maybe, like, Kingston, mm-hmm. which is a town near us that is, like, 150,000 population yeah. or so. About that size of, of city. Not a, not, a, not a metropolis, but a city. Yeah. Uh, so he's going there to open up a, I don't know, it, did, it didn't matter, some sort of, whether it's a, like a homeless shelter or an uh, after-school program for kids or something, mm-hmm. he, he's there to do it. And so the elite current artist has kind of followed him to this place, because he, you know, he's now seen him on TV a bunch, you know, he kind of gets the idea of like, this dude's a moron, I could definitely take this guy's money. Yeah. And so he he's like, all right, I'm gonna follow him to this town. Maybe in a you know n- not in a bigger city, he's more likely to like listen to me. I'm more likely to kind of bump into him more than once mm-hmm. type of situation. Um, so when he shows up there, this is when you run into like the 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 regular Joe con artist, and he's actually like selling Bibles on the street, but like. <laughs> Legit snake oil salesman. Yeah, but they're not. They're not like. They're not even real Bibles. They they have the like hardcover. Like, it's just a blank hardcover book. 
with like random words in it, like any book that he's gotten, but he's just put like a, a cover on it of the Bible. <laughs> and so he's selling these. And so he, he's bugging the elite con man and the elite con man is trying to get to the billionaire. This dude doesn't know the billionaire. He just doesn't care. Right. He's like, he's like, I, I make my money getting $5 a pop from people selling these Bibles that may or may not be Bibles. I don't care. <laughs> So, you know, the other con guy, he's like, hey, did you, like, want to buy any, like, kind of bugs him down the street? And he's like, oh, come on, man. It's, like, the kids, you know, for Sunday school or whatever. And the dude's like, fine. Like, I want you to leave me alone because I'm trying to get this dude's money. So, you know, he gives him the five bucks. He, he goes. And then eventually he finds out that the, the book is, like, not the Bible, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, he gets back to his, like, his hotel room. He's like, what the hell? Why did I buy this? And he, like, flips open and it just is, like, a phone book. <laughs> it's, just, it's just the stupidest yeah. book imaginable. So he kind of, you know, he's he's at by this time has tried to talk to the billionaire, but the billionaire doesn't really like care because you know the Ellie Connors uses like too big a word. He's too fancy. Yeah. For the this fucking dumb billionaire who's like, I don't know, I just like you know wearing my shorts and you know going for a bike ride or whatever. Yeah, he's come on too. Yeah, it, it's the scenario yeah. where he's coming on too strong. Like exactly, exactly. Yeah, the guy is, or Dennis on all turns. I can get that girl. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So he he's like. Uh, what do I do? And he's like, okay, well, the dude who... I remember the dude who sold me this book that is not a book. You know, everybody, like, he was super nice, super likable. You know, I didn't hate him. I just needed him to get out of my way. Mm -hmm. And other people were talking to him and buying the books without any issue. So clearly he's like the everyman's man. Everyone loves him. So the Lee Carnage goes back to him. He goes, all right, listen. You sold me this book. And he's like, oh, man, no refunds. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. I, that's, I, it was by the book of Bibles. I thought it was the Bible. <laughs> um, and then he's like, yeah, let me see your, and he like opens up and now it's just like t-shirts that's, that's to say something like you, you can do it or whatever. And he's like, these are the shirts the kids are selling to get the, he's like, listen, I don't care. Sell what you want, do what you want, but I need your help. And it'll be a big score. You'll never have to sell t-shirts or Bibles ever again. That's how he gets him into the thing. Mm-hmm. So they go through. Trying to do these, like, stupid, you know, oh, you know, the Ali Karnas has all these plans that are, again, maybe a little over the top mm-hmm. for how, how kind of um, basic the billionaire is. So, you know, oh, what we'll do is, like, you'll, you know, get hit by him on your bike and you'll, like, go to sue him and then just try to get the money that way, whatever the case may be. Just all this stuff that, like, doesn't work. Just stupid, over the top stuff doesn't work. And then the. The average dude's like, I have an idea. And then it just cuts to them at, a, like, a lemonade stand. <laughs> and, like, they paid, like, little Jimmy down the street, like, 20 bucks to the thing. And he's like, yeah, and uh, we take debit. So, like, you get debit, but they, like, t- they get him to type in the number wrong. So, they're, like, he goes, to do, he's like, oh, my car doesn't work. Oh, uh, you know what? Here, take this. And he just, like, gives him a big wad of cash out of his thing. And then the kid just, like, gets on his bike and drives off. Because he's like, fuck you guys. <laughs> he just gave me, like, 200 bucks. Um, so, you know, none of their plans work. Pretty much what it comes down to at the end is the elite con artist gets mad at, like, the average Joe guy, and he, you know, goes off on his, you know, they have that moment of, like, splitting up and they go on Mm -hmm. their own. He runs into the billionaire and talks to him. He's like, oh, I don't know, I've just been tough. You know, I've been trying to do stuff. He's like, oh, well, well, that's not what you should do. You should be happy with what you do. You know, that's why I try to give my money away to, like, make people's lives better it's not fair that i have whatever this much money and that kind of stuff and i didn't do anything to deserve it you know he's, you realize he's just like the nicest dude imaginable and, and all this stuff and that's where you kind of get the idea that maybe like the elite con artist is kind of the fucking asshole mm-hmm. and he is that's the whole thing so eventually you know they go through this thing 
they kind of do the, you know, he, he feels, he's like, listen, there's this guy who's been trying to rip you off. To be fair, I've been trying to help him. He said I could have tons of money, whatever the case may be, but you're right. It's not, it's not worth it. It, you know, I'll, I'll figure out whatever to do, but just be careful with your money. And so they kind of set up like a reverse. But again, it's so basic and dumb that the elite con artist guy never sees it coming. Just never sees it coming. And then they get him. They, you know, he gets arrested, whatever the case may be. And then they kind of team up and the average Joe guy actually does now run an after school program for the children <laughs> in the city that he's in because the billionaire is like, here's the money, open up the program, help the kids, you know, teach them right from wrong. And that's where you end. It's just this whole backwards movie of these two dummies that <laughs> they make it work. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yep. That that movie was uh for about two or three days. <laughs> <laughs> just UGH. I was like, oh, I'm fucking no, I, I can't. That was worth it. That turned out good. I like that. Thanks. I'm gonna sh- name I picture that with like Paul Rudd and Steve Carell. Yeah, that, that was it. I, I wanted like, <laughs> like you have Vince Vaughn being like the elite con artist because like he can come across as like yeah. the asshole, and then your Steve Carell is your billionaire, and your Paul Rudd's the dude selling the Bibles on the street. Yeah, one hundred percent. To give you an idea, how much of that mainly came out of my head right now? Those two small <laughs> paragraphs are what I had written down. Um. Because I knew what I wanted. I did write down Lemonade Stand because I thought that. The premise of like the, the billionaire just being like, oh, you know what? I oh, sort of wasted your time. Lemonade was great. Here's a bunch of money. And the kid's like, oh my god, I can buy a PS5. <laughs> just get to the bike and leaves. And they're like, what the hell? <laughs> we put like $1,000 into this plan. <laughs> How much have we managed to scam him out of? Negative $5. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> god damn it. Shit. <laughs> yeah. That was my uh, my whole thing of just make it stupid, but like make it so that you know the the dudes trying to steal the money are the bad guys. Yeah, it's not like again we talk about Ocean's Eleven or any of those where they're not like the bad guys. No, they're Robin Hooding. Yeah, these, uh, these people. But in this case, they're the one of them is the bad guy. Yeah. Like he was trying to become a billionaire by doing things that. Don't work is so good. Uh, I accidentally closed what told me what this movie was. And that, this movie was Hustle. Uh, if it's the one I'm thinking of, that'll be Anne Hathaway? Is it? I thought this was the one with Will Smith. The Hustle? Oh, no, you are correct. Yeah. That is... Uh, yeah. Yes, this is the one with Anne Hathaway and... Um, what's her name? Oh, yeah, I can't remember. Rebel Wilson. Yes. Um, I think I've seen parts of it. Um, I think Mum and Dad watched it once, and I, I caught bits and pieces. Um, and I don't think it was a horrible movie, by any means. I don't think it was I don't fantastic know. by any means, either. But. I don't know. Uh, it came out in 2019. I didn't know this movie existed. Um, I only thought maybe it was that Will Smith, Margot Robbie movie only because that movie is very similar to that mm-hmm. concept. Um, but it's not, again, it's not outlandish. Yeah. And that, that should have been my, give, like, my, my, you know, giveaway of like, mm-hmm. it's probably not that, but like maybe people use the term outlandish in a way that I do not. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the movie that I figured it was. Um, which is why I kind of didn't want to go the comedic route, but I was like, yeah. fuck it. I, and that's the thing. I think it's too hard. Again, Again, with, with the outlandish, with yeah, the specific is. term, it's hard to get away from it because yeah. of because of that specifically. Um, again, I think I t- t- uh, I was telling you 
the fact that it said fortune specifically and not just swindling a billionaire, yeah. I was going to have a whole thing with it, like kids in an amusement park, but yeah. couldn't get there because of the yeah. specifics. Sometimes the it's it's weird in this that we've kind of come up with. The more specific it is, the more difficult it actually kind of becomes because mm-hmm. you're kind of you don't have this wide variety of things you can do. It's like every time you get a more specific detail, it gets narrowed down further and further until yeah. you have to go. I don't know. Yeah. I got to pull something out of somewhere because I don't know. Um, I would probably, just based off of what I've just gotten from that movie, I probably, this probably is the same thing, but I think all of our movies are something you would find on like cable television on a Saturday at like yeah. three in the afternoon. Yeah. So I don't think any of them are mind blowing, but I think they're a good. Yeah. Without laugh. without knowing what the end of hustle the hustle is, I, I would probably lean toward yours. Right. Just I don't know. I, I like your dichotomy and your turn of events rather than both con artists turning over or anything like that. I like how one and the billionaire kind of swing around to the other side. I, I think that's. Probably more creative than whatever the hustle ended. Uh, I'm assuming they become friends in the end. Yeah. And they don't, you know, that maybe they'd swindle together or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was uh, very similar to last episode. Check it out if you already haven't. Um, I tried to come up with how I wanted it to end first. Yeah. Like, how I wanted it to go, which was, I wanted that combination of one of the people you think is going to be a good guy is not the good guy. And you know, they, the, the, that switch and team up is mm. is how I wanted it to go. It was everything else that I was like, "How do we get there?" Because I couldn't think of literally anything. The lemonade stand was the only thing that kind of went in my mind and was like, "That'll be good because that's funny." Yeah. <laughs> that one, that one started with the poker game for me, and yeah. I, I knew that's how I wanted that initial interaction to go. Didn't know where I was going to go from there. Yeah, uh, very funny. I don't know uh, from the little bit I've seen of the trailer. Uh, that might be how this movie starts. <laughs> no joke, I'm pretty sure Rebel Wilson comes in with a fucking... Well, it might not be the beginning of the movie, but at some point in the movie, she has a literally one of those sticks that somebody who is seeing a parrot has, and is like... And Anne Hathaway is sitting at a table that looked like a poker table. <laughs> or some sort of casino table. <laughs> so, based so, off of that logic, specifically, their movie, considering you came up with it in, like, a, a week, uh... Is not that creative. But <laughs> <laughs> you both came up with the same premise. Uh, well, I'll, at some point, Kevin and I will have to watch this movie and come back and tell you whether or not my poker initiation was better or whether the... Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> Who did the poker scene better? Uh, that's great. All right. So, yeah, let us know down below uh, in the comments or Twitter, Instagram, whatever the case may be. Um, who, whose movie you would rather see you do have to pick someone's I, I'm sure there's a week where one of them they're both going to be like those are fucking incredible yeah. and widely varying movies um, but again with the kind of prompts we've had they're going to be similar enough mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah let us know is the is, is Kevin better or am I better or was the original the better yeah and if you have yeah. seen that let us know yeah. uh, and title our, our title our stories because I can never yeah, think I of a title I, I wanted to do something witty with this one but the wheels just didn't fucking the gears never met up yep exactly <laughs> I just couldn't that's, that's the thing with this is the one i wanted to work the best and my brain just wouldn't do it yeah i'm like eh, go go but uh let us know and if you thought of something funny to add to our movies or your own story let us know that too so mm-hmm. we'll see you guys next time bye bye